Listen to subscribe to The Table of Truth on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. All right. <clears throat> Welcome everybody to Blurred Lines. This is a special edition. We're doing Blurred Lines reacts, where we're gonna watch trailers for the first time, give us our ex- our like reaction of it and what we're thinking about it, and also if we're like digging it, not feeling it, or whatever. With me as always is this is Josh, <laughs> as well as it's D, the professor himself. And so, uh, first up, we're gonna do Star Trek Lower Decks uh, season three, which is crazy that's that season three. It's one of my favorite shows just because it's hilarious and it's super, super nerdy Trekky stuff. So um, yeah, let's go check it out. It's on. Prepare yourself for Warp 10 excitement. Discover the undiscovered country. The USS Cerritos remains impounded while their captain stands trial. Have you lost your mind? Captain Carol Freeman stands against the mariners taking it. Oh, I'm taking it. Taking it to the limit. Did you time your entrance to say that? What? No. Oh, yeah, she did. Starfleet isn't all about being fed fruit by erotic aliens with slightly different nose ridges. I could get real used to this kind of treatment. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta get your hands dirty. It's on. This is an unauthorized launch. So begins the greatest adventure of your life. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> These broken rocks are reading our nightmares. <laughs> nightmares. Behold! There's gonna be times when you need to make a mess of things before you can fix them. Like how I'm gonna have to cut this guy's foot off so he can grow him a new one. Wait, what was that? Whatever happens, we're gonna be right beside you. We're in this together. Let's go! My head. Shut up! Wait, wait, just buy me some time. Uh, wow. sir, how, how do we do that? I don't know, just circle around and pretend we're in awe of the pylons. Shut up! Just keep circling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. I don't even know where to start. I mean, you know, they they gave us a little bit of, I guess, an Easter egg there with the Cisco with Cisco, but I did not see that coming. That flew in out of nowhere. Oh man! But it was great. Just keep circling. The wormhole opens up the the theme song. Wow! Can we, we just, possibly get a? Can we get a saving grace for Cisco in in Lower Decks? If this, we do, this will be the greatest Star Trek show of all time. <laughs> I have to concur. So, for oh, context, man. one of the things we were we were we were literally just having this conversation about how Cisco has the worst uh, ending of of a captain from all this all the all the captains. The mm-hmm. worst. And so 
you know, uh, the Picard trailer just came out. Uh, the whole TNG crew is back, which is awesome. Good to see. So we were talking about, yeah, you know, if Cisco could get some type of resolution, <laughs> better than going off to be space dust and a ghost or something, or right. a spear in the higher plane. Magical um, Negro. Magic Negro. There you go. But yo, <laughs> the fact that they have they went to a Cisco's bar. <laughs> and isn't that the restaurant from uh isn't that his dad's place yeah. from yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. from the series? Yeah. From yep. uh DS9, yeah. Yep, 100 percent But the recruitment tent on a on a random planet was <laughs> that was that was great. That was great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They they're they're gonna do it again, man. They're they're gonna do it again. It's true. My I was, I was on going the, to do it again. I was on D'Angelo. My favorite, uh, my one of my favorite parts from season two was when whatever the craziness that happened in that episode, they're walking down the hallway, and then Q shows up. Behold, they're like, not now, Q. Go go bother Picard. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just and he's like, yo, Picard's always drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lord Dex is just the perfect like hug to all Trek fans yeah. like, in, in the best way. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot see, even in the trailer, like, I was not expecting to see uh, DS9. Oh, absolutely not. And, and they positioned it perfectly. They threw up the logo. You're thinking it's over. You probably get, like, one little quick thing yeah. after, you know, afterwards or whatever, but, oh, man. That was perfect. Yeah, that, that was, was good. Perfect. Theme song and all, like, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. I saw the station and my hands involuntarily flew up. (laughs) (laughs) So if no one knows, these guys know, but if no one else knows, DS9 is hands down my all-time favorite Star Trek anything. So... And that, holds up. That, it holds up well on rewatch too. Yeah, That's one of the other really crazy does. parts too. It ages yeah. extremely well, and yeah. it, it it still stands as the great example of stepping outside of the Trek sort of modus operandi, but still honoring what that legacy is and honoring what that world is, and then expanding it. So that's what Lord Dex does greatly as well. It's like it's able to live in that world of the satire and make fun of the, let's face it, funny aspects of Trek lore, but Mm -hmm. at the same time pay great homage to, you know, what we have come to love about Star Trek and expand the the mythology in a fun way as well. we we all wanted to know what's going on. Want to know what's going on with uh, some of our favorite characters, and even if we get that in animation, that's fine too. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. So, um, all right. So next, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna do Sandman. Um, this could be interesting because one, the Sandman comic series is another one of those all-time greats, and it's one of those things where if you're gonna adapt it, it's got to be done right. Um, and that's not, and it's but with a couple of things going for it. One, um, Neil Gaiman is intimately involved into the whole into this whole thing, so that he's given us his his blessing, and you know he's already had other things adapted. Um, American Gods was adapted before, and a couple yeah. other things that have to various success. So I'm really curious to see how they're going to pull this one off because it's going to be a Herculean task. <laughs> yeah, Sandman is an easy. Um, it's. Really, uh, Gaiman's stories are pure fantasy, and that they 
they really enter worlds of the imagination in, in mm -hmm. ways that a lot of modern authors don't, especially those who do graphic novels don't really go there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. And I'm, I'm yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So we're checking up. Uh, this is the Sandman trailer. Your waking world is shaped by dreams. Dreams and nightmares that I create and which I must control. He's out there looking for me, isn't he? Can you imagine the damage he could do? Dreams disappear, then so will humanity. I could do without dreams for a while. I haven't had a decent night's sleep in ages. I'm not going to stop until I've reshaped this world. Tell us what power of dreams you have. I thought about giving up, but I have a job to do. And I do it. Things have changed. Your eyes will tell me everything. Every thought. Every feeling. My creations do not walk amongst the living, killing mortals for pleasure. Oh, you don't think dreams can die? Let's find out. do not belong in the waking world. Oh, it turns out I fit right in. Dreams don't die. Mr. Not bad. Not bad. Bring me a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, a good trailer. It looks it looks pretty epic. Um definitely captures that Gaiman imagination and the visuals of his it's world. It's highly stylized. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, they got a nice budget there. I was, that's the yeah. first thing I noticed. I was it's like, yo, your least. budget is that's like yeah. movies, that's a movie budget right there. The interesting thing is that there's his Sandman stories have some degree of connections to Lucifer um, and and uh, Constantine as well. Mm, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So it's, it's very that. interesting. Um, it would be interesting if they weren't adapting the purely the the. Um, the, the several volume uh, Sandman series and not the extra stuff, but um, it looked like I thought I saw Lucifer in the trailer or at least a version of Lucifer in the trailer mm -hmm. yeah, um, he did. In, in hell, which makes sense because I think in the Sandman series, maybe there's, I don't remember because it's been so. Yeah, long. he pops up, him yeah. he pops up a couple times. Yeah, he does. Uh, Constantine pops up even a little bit too, right? Maybe once or twice maybe dream morpheus encounters him or something 
he tries to summon him. I'm I'm not sure, but I think you're right. Yeah, well, I don't think it was anything big, but I think it was, yeah. it was definitely something that it like because I mean, yeah, Lucifer, Constantine, Sandman, they're I mean they they all play in the same universe, and DC actually right. did they allowed that to kind of that crossover to happen. Yeah, so. and specifically yeah. for those of you who might be wondering, we're talking about the Lucifer character from the previous Netflix show. Uh, Lucifer Morningstar. What's his? Well, it was Netflix. Now it's Netflix. Or Fox, yeah. yeah, I can't remember the actor's name, but it's that version of Lucifer, except blonde. Yeah, basically. But yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, it looks good. Again, I remember when I saw the trailer for American Gods and I was like, yo. Yeah, very visual. So, but again, if we get highly stylized or you know overly visual, and then the substance is kind of meh, that's the part mm-hmm. that we're gonna be like, uh, yeah, not not gonna be happy about that. Um, I think the other aspect of it too is you know it's gonna be interesting because now you have another. This is another one of those things where it's very beloved story on a comic geeky level, and now can it be adapted to a way where other people that are not comic geeks that have no idea what this is that they might have heard Neil Gaiman's name from American Gods, if that. But they don't know anything else about them, so this could be right. very interesting. It could. I know Netflix is really searching for their like their thing that they're kind of get. They still haven't found it yet, so this could be it. But we'll see. Especially after uh, all the losses they've had. Recently. Yeah, yeah. Especially like Jupiter's Legacy was a was a big swing for them, and it didn't work out for them. That was um, their probably biggest loss. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked great, but yeah, it just, it just wasn't. Yeah, they, I think now. It's amazing how you can have like a string of hits like they had, like Warrior. I think like Warrior Nun was one of their big hits. Oh yeah, man, was, that was actually pretty. Oh, cool. which also had a trailer uh, recently. Oh really? Oh, I didn't Second even know. Second season finally, like they finished filming it twenty years after. The fact. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, that's another, oh, yeah, that's another one. Right, that's why. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's another one that was fun. It's like, but you're right though. After a, a string of like low key hits out of nowhere. And then, then when they went, to, they finally took some big swings, and then they missed. Like, yikes! Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, we'll we'll see. So, all right. So next up, we're gonna do one that we don't care about at all. So we were figuring out maybe we should watch it and see what happens. Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. Um, I didn't ask for this. I don't think anyone else did. <laughs> well, they've been they've been trying to mine this the, the IP for for Dungeons and Dragons for. Ever right, 25 30 years. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I remember when they did, as I, you know, I texted you guys and said, I shamefully remember liking the, the 2000 <laughs> with uh, Marlon Wayne, uh, Marlon Wayne's, and uh, uh, Jeremy Irons. Yo, uh, it's, it's, I, I, I remember liking the cartoon. Yo, I didn't oh, even yeah. know it was a cartoon. About the cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon oh, was yeah, fun. dude, it was a Saturday morning cartoon on CBS. Yeah. Yeah, um, great fantasy. And level. It was actually yeah. pretty good. Yeah, like once, cool. like the, the little one-off stories were whatever, but yeah. the main thread of the arc was when, when, whenever they touch it. It's funny how it had like probably about 16, 16 to twenty episodes a season, um, but they rarely ever touched on the main arc. But when they did, it was such a big deal. Yeah, and there's a rumor that. They're gonna that this crew in this movie is gonna bump into that crew from the cartoon. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay, well, okay. Yeah, that's meta. That's fun. I'm watching for that. All well, right, that would be for me, that would be a big tree fell in the forest. Yeah, nobody around. Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly, that's fun. 
All right, so let's check this out. This is uh, something. Yeah, it was. I want to say eighty-eight, maybe eighty-eight, eighty-nine. Earlier than that. Oh, so it was earlier. Yeah, I was. I was. I was diligently waking up for cartoons on Saturdays when that was on. So this was like in the same lineup of like Transformers. Yeah, like uh, Thundercats and all that. Yeah, that was my. That was before my era. Yeah. yeah, Robotech was also around out like 85, 86. So I remember that for sure. Oh, nice. I'm gonna have to check out, go and look up the that cartoon, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, you probably could find it somewhere. Yeah, you'd be able to find it just before yep. one that it probably won't hold up. Yeah, <laughs> and all right, so we got next up is Dungeons and Dragons. Here's the thing. We're a team of thieves. Then when you do this, you're bound to make enemies. Sometimes those enemies come looking for revenge. For the dragon, Angelo then. Maybe. Hasbro. Truth be told. We help the wrong person steal the wrong thing. We didn't mean to unleash the greatest evil the world has ever known. But we're going to fix it. Well, how do we pull that off? Uh, figure it out over a drink. You need to then give us a fighting chance. We're going to need strength. You got this, right? I know you don't. We also need courage, magic, and you. What is that again? Now there. Let's go. Be warned. There is evil here. I'm glad he's on our side. This one's dangerous. But whatever happens. We'll be ready. that you bring to this i'm a planner i make plans you've already made the plan so if the existing plan fails i make a new plan so you make plans that fail he also plays the loot not relevant <laughs> all right okay okay at least it's it's uh it's it's aware of what it is exactly you know yes. what at least that at least they're like yo much to Kind of like The Witcher, where The Witcher was very adamant at the beginning to be like, we are not Game of Thrones. We right. are not Lord of the Rings. Right. Not any of those things. We're not going to even pretend to be it. Right. Let you know off the bat. That first episode, they let you know straight from jump. Like, yeah. this is not this none is of that. Magic and monsters and, yep. and, and sex and all that other stuff. But right. we're not a high-reach high story. Yeah, no. It, it looks like they're kind of in and to be fair the the 2000 movie was the same thing like it was very tongue in cheek it wasn't trying to take itself serious but it, it was still a bad movie but it, yeah, was, exactly. it just wasn't it I, was I aiming to be a bad movie yeah. it was aiming to be a bad movie right like this is 
And so with that in mind, took the scale a little too hard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's fun. They got Chris Pine. They got they got some people in there that that you know that are familiar faces. That <laughs> exactly. That's what that was the thing I saw. I was like, oh, it's dude from Bridgerton, uh, yeah. dude from the first two Jurassic Worlds, plus uh, Get Down. Um, you know, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You got uh, uh, Fast and Furious. I, why am I blanking on her name? I almost called her Rosario Dawson, but it's not. Well, um, Michelle Rodriguez. It's Michelle Rodriguez. Um, so yeah, it could be. It, it, like I said, it's one of those. It's one of those things where like we're not going to check for it, but it might be entertaining at at, at best. Like, if they if the rumors are true and they do the the but they may they may not drop that reveal in the trailer. But if the rumors are true and they actually do include the uh, the the OG eighties uh, cartoon uh, yeah. cartoon series. I'm in. Uh, I, I, I I fail to see how they can screw that up. I mean, yeah. anything possible in Hollywood. But yeah, that's true. But no, it looks. I mean, it's Chris Pine being Chris Pine, so that'll be fine. Like, it's like yeah, I think it's popcorn theater. They know it's popcorn theater, and they're not trying to pretend like it's anything else. Like Josh said, if you got the '80s cartoon characters coming in, and you know they. Because it seems like this this story is no different than what they tried to hash out for the 2000s. It's about a yeah, thief and right. a hero and all these characters. Because just like the tabletop game, you know. So, whatever. Like B movies are a thing of the uh, a thing that need to come back, and I'm all for you know some B movie schlocky fantasies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think that if nothing else, this might kind of put in that realm where like yeah. it's legit supposed to be B movie. Fun, you know, swashbuckling, some adventure, some jokes. Yeah, good, good effects. Can, you know, keep it moving. Yeah. Um, I know they they blew a bunch of their budget on that owl bear thing. <laughs> oh god! Yikes! Owl bear. Yikes! Like this is like if I was in school, this would be an amazing film to do concept art for. Like, wait, what? What you got to do? A bear does an owl? Oh, yeah. right. <laughs> so, all right. So, and then last, we're gonna wrap it with. Um, Something that we're all kind of curious to see how it pays out. Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, horrible t- subtitle. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Like I said, I'm, I'm curious. We can come. We're gonna come in cold and see how this trailer uh, hits us. I'm still. I'm a little skeptical. But you know what? Hey, man, they might. They might surprise us. No woman, no cry. Ilium, darling, don't shed no tear. No woman, no cry. Nice. Good friends we are, and good friends we love. Along the way. In this great future, you can't forget your past. So dry your teeth, I Everything's gonna be alright. Everything's gonna be alright. 
caught me out there. <laughs> Angela definitely caught me out there. I, uh, All right. It looked good. Got some good shots. We got Dame, we got Namor. We got some Atlanteans. You got some fighting. We got some uh Dora Minaj that are gonna amp up probably like tenfold now because <laughs> I'm, I'm actually elite troopers in the blue. Yeah I, I'm curious I cool I was thinking this too because you know we've already gotten Atlantis, uh, Atlantis with uh, Aquaman, and so they kind of presented DC has already done their kind of Atlantis. Da, 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 da. It looks like Marvel's going more um, indigenous in terms of how they're kind of doing the styling of it. I'm curious well, to yeah, see that. The actor is, so D'Angelo uh, hit me to who the actor is. Uh, the actor is Mexican. Yeah. So, ah. they're, they're, so a lot of leaning the, heavy they're, into the Aztec with, with Aztec and Mayan, like, Mayan. you know, Mayan mm. tattoo. Yes, and you can see that, and and that looks really good. It's a grounded, sort of more mm -hmm. uh, realistic uh, ideation of, of Atlantis, of what Atlantis might have been or would yep. have been if it existed or exists. And yeah, so yeah. I Who think that's his research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think visually they and just it all it really looks good like the the, the sort of war between atlantis and uh wakanda uh, it'll be interesting to see how namor ends up shaking out because i know that he's not like he's not like a super villain as much as he's sort of right i don't know yeah he's a in between he 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 bounces back and forth right because he's a monarch so it makes sense that again He's kind of that example of every to one person's hero is another person's villain, similarly yeah. to the Wakandans versus mm -hmm. the Atlanteans. So yeah. um I think that's a cool uh concept, but it'll it just makes me worry, and I'm not even talking about any of the stuff about mm -hmm. what we saw, because it all looks really good, but uh it just makes me worry if we're gonna get another Marvel movie that lacks a compelling villain. Or a, a, an actual villain that that is a villain and not. That's a fair. That's a fair. Yeah. Answer. They're probably gonna. They're probably gonna keep him around because Namor, Namor, Namor is that dude. Like he's a villain, but he's not a villain. But he is a villain, but he's not yeah. a villain. Like, I mean, he he, he can he, also he could also be interesting because if first of all, let's just not kill him. That's the first part. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, if, we, if, we, if we if we yeah. can just not if he doesn't die by the end of the movie, we've already we've already gotten yeah. progress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I can but, imagine that he won't die. I mean, they yeah, seem yeah. to be making a bit, even with showing his birth and like all that stuff. They're trying to sort of make him 
I guess, similar to the the sort of an arc similar to T'Challa's journey yeah. or whatever as a prince or whatever. So I think they can also, and he also is a mutant too, which is an interesting play too. And so that could actually, yeah, so they can kind of play that in as well, which it, would, <laughs> it pays dividends for later on. Um, mm -hmm. And he's also, you know, he's also a well-known um, Fantastic Four villain as well, always trying to bag to Sue Storm. So that's another mm -hmm. like later on thing that could easily be dropped in. So right, I, we don't I, know when that scene where the we see the mother pregnant. We don't know. Yeah, when that's, that's, yeah. Place. We're, we're pretty uh, sure it's an underwater birth. I'm pretty sure it's him. Yeah, that's what I'm. No, I, I just, no that's yeah. not what I was saying. I said oh, we oh. don't know when when that took place. It could have mm -hmm. been fifty years. It could have been <laughs> yeah. two hundred right. years. Yeah, ago. exactly. I'm sure he. As the first mutant and as a um, Atlantean, an Atlantean, he doesn't age the way that a human being would age. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. And then, so I'm, I'm curious to see um, because I mean, in the books, um, when Namor, wait, 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 before you get into that, before for the audience, the oh, oh yes, is, the book that was adapted, uh, the arc is, is uh, war, war with war, war with Atlantis. Um, yes. So it's a Black Panther storyline that happened in the comics what like seven years ago eight years yeah ago? maybe like 10 almost now mm. yeah. yeah it was one of the recent uh story yeah. one of the recent books right yeah and it, and it, it was actually was, a really well done really well written book really really it. well done book it was um and it was it was good because it took t'challa down a, a peg in that mm -hmm. in that book because wakanda had been like you know hey we haven't been conquered we've never been defeated blah 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 Namor comes with Atlantis and changes all of that. We don't got to get into the specifics, but I'm curious to see how they're going to adapt that. And also, too, now that they have established that, you know, Charlotte is gone, it's they're really going to be leaning on everyone else around to be it to, to uplift this movie. And so in the books, there's a part where T'Challa does go down and Shuri takes over as Black Panther. So I can see that being the logical thing to, to happen. Yeah. Um, the one interesting but, part was, well, what I was going to say is the interesting part oh, is... God, in the books, Shuri is not the Shuri at MCU. MCU, she's like the brainiac, blah, 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 yada, yada. In the books, she's a lot more um, warrior princess. She's um, brash. She's bold. And, it, and actually, to my, in my opinion, I think she's a better character in the, in the books because mm -hmm. she's, she's not T'Challa. And that's, that's actually the best part about it. Like, she doesn't, go, she doesn't do anything like him. She doesn't have the same regal uh, highness stuff. She does her own way, and, it, and she actually carves out a lane as Black Panther as a different type of character, which I thought was really cool. So I'm curious to see if they kind of go with that kind of route where they really show the differences between like, okay, I'm not trying to be Black Panther Jr. I'm not trying to carve out a, a full on new type of person. Uh, my butt was, um, I don't think that, how can I phrase this? I don't think that, um, so it was interesting to note, first of all, that Ramonda was the one who took the throne. It mm -hmm. seems that too. to make sense that Shuri would be in, being the next in, in line uh, for, as far as the monarchy is concerned. It seemed to, the, the, the logic seemed to follow that she would be the one to take the throne. So it was interesting that they went with Ramonda and that they threw that into the trailer. They yeah. made it very clear who's, who, who takes the throne after. So yeah. I'm really curious to see, like, if, if, if that's the case and that's the route that they're going and they're always, and, and the, the figurehead, the leader figurehead, the leader of, of Wakanda has always been Black Panther. I'm curious to see how that plays out now, because it doesn't, if they're doing that, then it doesn't necessarily follow, follow that Shuri is the one who takes up the mantle either. Oh, that's a good point, too. Yeah, that's also a really good point. 
Yeah, I'm curious to see how they do it. Like, there's a well, lot of. I mean, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, largely speaking, I don't. I doubt that Angela Bassett's. Uh, I doubt she's gonna be Shuri. I think. I mean, sure, Black Panther. So oh, I, I think that it's it's painfully obvious that Shuri's gonna be Black Panther in this film. I think that is an interesting thing that um, she, because she also echoes that sentiment that Cam brought up about from the book of Wakanda never being conquered. Um, and then Atlanta, Atlantis comes up and Namor comes up and like, well, and now you're, now we, uh, we slap you around a bit because, you know, and she says it and obviously it's in, so many words you know they that she's they're the most powerful nation in the world and you know she's lost all these things so it's i think you're right it's a lot of different we saw a lot of threads that we don't know where they could go and i think that's yeah. a good thing obviously and then um because trailers are so out of time we it's it's hard to know where what happens when and and what's the circumstances because we don't know why T'Challa is dead. Yeah. You yeah. know, this isn't the result of Thanos because we know that he came back after that. Yeah. So there's a mystery in that as well. What is what is that? Is it revealed that Namor killed him? Mm. Uh, like is it is it, you know, and maybe Namor kills him out of something out of off of something that wasn't supposed to be that was a lie or something or like untrue i don't know there's a lot of different possibilities <coughs> thing but it's the taller dead yeah and i would say and but but for a trailer us having all these questions it's done its job but yeah, now, we're, curious, absolutely. now we're, we're totally curious about where how and what because we're like i see all the pieces how y'all gonna put this together that's yeah. my biggest my how biggest does it all fall together yeah. yep and like, so how you one other one other noteworthy thing is the rumor is, the the rumor is that um the 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 woman that um that Shuri daps up in the in the lab is Riri Williams. Oh, that'd be smart. That'd be easy. Well, yeah, she's yeah. introduced in this film. Yeah, that's yeah, easy. No, that that is supposed like I looked at the cast and they're not even having it as a secret. She is in, yeah. The, yeah. in the film, and um and um and if it's the actress. Dominique, I forget her name. She was in uh, Judas. She was in Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm. Uh, but she's uh, she played uh, one of his uh, like the, the girl that was like the the one that was kept telling uh, what's his name. She's going to kill him. Yeah. She found out uh, that he was. Yep. Uh, you know, playing them wrong. Um, but right. she's in it, and yeah, she's she is Riri Williams. Yeah, that's and then, and that's an easy layup. I mean, and yeah. honestly, if they make Riri from Wakanda, that actually gives her more depth than what it actually is in the books. So, so from what I understand, I don't I don't think that's when, what it's going to be. I think she's now one of the students that came through the program that they initiated yes. at the end ah, of the Black Panther. Yeah, in Oakland, that's what it is. AKA yeah. Toronto. Yeah, okay. And she's still sense. American. She just she came to. You're right, Josh. It's yeah, she's an Indian. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a good that's yeah. a good thread. I like that. I'm, I'm and I like that better than making her Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, that makes sense. And yeah. I think, and also that that gives it a little where it's gonna be 
her tech is going to be more based probably on the Wakanda stuff as opposed to Iron Man stuff. So that's oh, kind and of we didn't make this clear for the audience. So Riri Williams is Ironheart, who is supposed to be sort of a a, a savant genius uh, who puts together her own her own uh, Iron Man superhero armor. armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Yep, and right. the, AI, the AI for her armor is actually Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah, that's the. And I we I don't know the, if they're doing that version, like if they're what what they're keeping and what they're taking, what they're keeping and what they're discarding. But Tony Stark it being the AI would be interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting. I mean, I th- Robert Downey Jr. Returning. coming back for that for a TV series. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, he—it's something I can see him doing. I mean, in the later books for Riri, she—it's like one of her friends because, like, the unfortunately, the in the books, her her uh, background story is pretty generic. Black person living in Detroit and friends die. Started out so like it's just silly. But um, so the the AI is like her best friend or something like that or whatever. So I can see something like that happening. So you don't have to worry about the RGJ aspect of it. Um, but I can see if I hope they do keep kind of tie something to the Iron Man situation just because that mm-hmm. kind of makes sense. Um, but then it could get fleshed out more within Wakanda and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, it, it's I think overall that trailer was pretty good because it gave you all the bits and pieces that you're like, you know, of the rumor mill. You got the Namors, you got the Shuri as Black Panther, you got Atlantean, Atlanteans coming in. Yeah, so now all, give it- all white at the beginning looks like a funeral procession. So yep. there's that. Yep. So that's that gonna stuff. be that that yeah, bring it bring your boxes issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Um I don't know if I'll need any tissue, but I'll definitely nothing phases you. You're, you're emotionless. You're 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 a Vulcan. So I don't <laughs> I, I, I can see that. <laughs> have you no feelings? <laughs> I have feelings. When and not to use them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, but it was a great trailer. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I think that uh, Ryan Coogler seems to be reaching for another to push the, the story of Black Panther a little further. He had yeah. a, a massive curveball. In the, and to be honest, all of the, the crew and the, everybody involved, top to bottom, um, you know, you feel for him because that's a big deal to have to put things back together in the midst yeah. of COVID, as well as uh, losing their friend, colleague, uh, brother, and Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. yeah, totally true, man. Totally true. I think that that's like um again, it's one of those we're gonna we all we're gonna watch it regardless, but we're you know curious to see how they kind of pull this off and because um, yeah. like good you said, music like, edit by the way. Yeah, yeah, and Danzler brought it up too. He's like, "Didn't they use we're gonna be all right in the first one? I think they did. They probably did. No, 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 no. They used the no. Um, you're right. They did original music from Kendrick, and from that. So the first no, nah, not Kendrick. It was um, Run the Jewels. Oh yeah, right. It was Run the Jewels. Well, I'm I've heard we gonna be all right a bunch. I'm telling you, it's a Negro spiritual at this point. <laughs> it's true. Very true. Hundred percent. Better or worse. And yep, then sort of, way. and then sort of weaving it into "We Gonna Be All Right." That was yep. that was that yeah. was some very that was some very sound. Um, nope, no, no woman gonna cry. Yep, no, that was good. That was good. Good, just good editing. Good sound. Man, we we need we need Oscars for trailers, dude. We need Oscars for trailers. <laughs> well, um, but all right. So that was 
Blur Lines Reacts. Thanks for everybody who were watching with us. Um, you know, we tried a little something different. I think it was kind of fun. We'll definitely be doing this some more as new trailers drop out. And um, yeah, other than that, peace. Later, guys. <laughs>